0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Justin, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all. Texas, both on and off the field, here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McLean. Welcome, welcome to Utopia All
1: right, John, general news and notes, and then we'll do a mailbag. What do you have for the people today?
2: I have a column that I'm going to do on this on Wednesday, and I looked up some stuff. Joe Flacco was a rookie in 08, first-round pick, and when he was drafted, Stroud was seven is going to be about the the new and the old. And uh, when uh, he played his last season in Baltimore, uh, Stroud was in high school. He was, and then he was, a. am sorry. He was, yeah, he was in the last. And then when Stroud had his last season where he threw for more touchdown passes than he has in five games, uh, CJ was a freshman, playing behind Justin Fields at Ohio State. And um, also, C.J. Stroud is the third quarterback, not third rookie, but the third quarterback mm. to lead the NFL in average this. passing yards a game yep. and touchdown to interception ratio. Now I don't know if you've heard of these other two guys. Their name is Montana and Brady.
1: Montana in 1989. And Brady, in the year they went undefeated in the regular season and lost to the Giants. Yep.
2: Now, one of the players who's going to have to play great against uh, Amari Cooper is uh, Derrick Stingley Jr. Derrick Stingley Jr. has been mostly fantastic since he came back from that stint on injured reserve with a hamstring injury. But in that game against the Browns, he was, he was, his receiver was targeted four times. Mm-hmm. They had three catches, 43 yards, one touchdown. He had an interception, and the rating against him was 109.4. So Derek Stingley, like all the DBs, has got to play better against Joe Flacco uh, Saturday afternoon.
1: That's saying something because I was watching a video before you and I started recording, John, uh, an NFL.com preview of the game that is very stat heavy. And Stingley's got one of the best passer rating against of quarter cornerbacks for the season anywhere in the league. He's given up a passer rating this year of like 54 and a half, like some ridiculously low number. Stingley's been excellent since he came back midway through the season. And yeah, that was, and, and you said three catches in that for 43 yards against three him I,
2: 43 yards, one touchdown, one yeah. and a rating of one Oh nine point four.
1: Yeah, at least two of those were Cooper. Because the touchdown was Cooper, and Cooper also caught that fourth down. Remember when the Texans still had kind of like a glimmer of hope towards the end of the game? Like they somehow they managed to cobble their way back into the game, and they were onside kicking and things like that. There was a point with about four minutes to go in regulation where the Browns had a fourth down, and they went for it because they had no kicker. They could have kicked a field goal that would have made it a 17-point game, but they had no kicker because Dustin Hopkins pulled his hamstring. So they went for it on fourth and eight, and Cooper beat Stingley – for um, for a first down, so at least two of those three were Amari Cooper going against Derek Stingley. I hope this whole defense, John, has a has a, a bug up their ass about what happened in that Week 16 game. They got embarrassed. I, I hope that this is where I hope like D'Amico Ryan's knows exactly how to embarrass adults. You know what I mean? Like exactly how to make them feel appropriately terrible about Week 16, but in a motivational way for them to come out good in Week 19. You know what I mean?
2: Well, their run defense was great. Couldn't have been better. But they stunk it up against the Colts, of course. I got one more from Pro Football Focus. Okay. Now, going over the last four games, now, edge rushers. And Jonathan Grenard should not be included in here because he didn't play enough. But Miles Garrett has the best grade from Pro Football Focus, 93.1. And there's a tie for second with 90.7. And one of them is Jonathan Grenard. Hmm. But the other one, Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett, in the last four games, has a rating of 90.7, tied for second among edge rushers behind Miles Garrett. That shows you the kind of bang for the bucks they're getting from Derek Barnett, who's earning him some money.
1: Yeah, John, boy, it's scary to think about this defense. If they hadn't made the pickup of Barnett, T.R. Tart, who we know is going to probably get some snaps again this week. Um, and, and Kareem Jackson got a few more snaps in the last game, you know, that lack of depth they have at safety. Kareem Jackson's going to wind up probably playing some important snaps for this team somewhere along the way here through this playoff run, but especially Barnett. I mean, Barnett's looked like a guy they signed in free agency to a decent contract in the offseason. They got him off the waiver wire in like week 10 or something like that. He
2: looks like he's a first-round pick of the Philadelphia Eagles because he's played so much better here than he played there, and they could use him right now because their defensive line has been terrible in this terrible closing stretch that the Eagles have had in crunch time. What's scary about this Cleveland game, if Grenard's out again, if Will Anderson's almost helpless like he was against the Colts because of his ankle injury, Jerry Hughes left, if he can't come back, Dylan Horton's been on our forever. So that's four ends. Then other than Derek Barnett, who's going to play in? They're going to have to get a big push from those tackles.
1: Mujai Sanders, I guess, would be the other one, the other body that's out there.
2: I'd uh, think about putting one of those tackles out there.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, all right, let's uh, – That's John, all the good news and notes. Good news and notes, John. No, that, that was good stuff. I love – anytime you come with – C.J. Stroud compared to uh, generational Hall of Famers, uh, you know, like he and two other, he and two other, uh, you know, basically statues. One of them's not in
2: the Hall of Fame. Only one of them's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Thank you, John. Brady,
1: Appreciate the well, actually, on that. Yeah. Brady's still got to go through the process, right? He's still got to go through the ringer of you and 49 of your friends.
2: Where the, where the presenter... Uh, Ron Borges doesn't even need to stay up. They'll say Tom Brady, and we'll say, shut up, next next candidate. <laughs> are there any other time.
1: Are there any other eligible ones, or not soon to be eligible ones, like retired? We know that they're coming up that are like that, that it's just like well, I hope Tom Brady. Yeah. Watt. I
2: hope they don't want me to recite everything on what. I will. Yeah. But uh, he should be a lock, he and Brady.
1: Yeah, he and Brady. And I guess that's it as far as like retired guys it's floating gonna around. Brady's going to make it. Yeah, yeah. Assume you're right. uh, Yeah, I'm not looking forward to all those Boston people up at uh, JJ's induction. That's, I wish JJ had just come back for a game this year just to push it back one more year. you
2: get all those Wisconsin people to come as, far, as well as. I'll hang out with them.
1: I like them. Drink that spotted cow or whatever yeah, it is JJ likes cow. to drink. Spotted cow.